And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Breaking into an elite first team is harder than ever. Every year, thousands of young players enter the youth academies. Every year, maybe a dozen will make their debut for a top-level club. Only the very best of the best prevail. I'm Faker Others. Welcome to the next big thing. Borussia Dortmund has become the destination for the world's most talented young players to flourish. Their current first team features plenty of them. There's Erling Haaland. Haaland's long legs. He's on his own. He's on his own. He's on his own hat-trick. Oh, what a debut for Erling Haaland. Gio Reyna. This is Gio Reyna. What a way to equalise. Jude Bellingham. Hazard. Oh, lovely back heel to Jude Bellingham on his debut for his debut goal for Borussia Dortmund. And of course, Jaden Sancho. Sancho might go alone, and he does for a hat trick. But the latest young talent to break into the Dortmund first team setup could be better than all of them. Yosufa Makoko is just 16 years old. He became the youngest ever player to appear in the Bundesliga when he made his Dortmund debut against Hertha Berlin in November 2020. So who is Yosofo Makoko? Well, he's only the most hyped and most exciting 16-year-old in world football today. Raphael Honigstein, the athletics German football expert. The guy's already smashed all sorts of records at youth level and scoring so many goals that they had to repeatedly lift him up to the next uh, higher team because he was just toying with the opponents and after his 16th birthday in November he's become eligible to play for Dortmund's first team. He is a player that is primarily a central striker but he can play in wide areas as well. Kevin Hatchard broadcaster and commentator on the Bundesliga. And he has scored an extraordinary number of goals uh, in Dortmund's youth teams. Uh, he was uh, playing for their under-14s at the age of 12. He was playing for their under-19s uh, at the age of 14. So he is a hugely exciting talent, somebody that uh, Erling Haaland, uh, he has described Mukoko uh, as the greatest talent in the world right now. Mukoko grew up in Yaoundé, the uh, capital of Cameroon. He lived there uh, with his grandparents for the first 10 years of his life. And then he came over to Hamburg uh, to uh, live with his father. And it wasn't long after he got to Germany that he got involved with uh, professional football in the sense that he went for a trial at St. Pauli. And he turned up there uh, in a T-shirt and trainers for his uh, trial at 12. Uh, and the uh, the coach there, uh, Jonas Luca, said that they looked at him for five minutes in the trial and knew straight away that they wanted to sign him. So uh, it, it wasn't long after he arrived in Germany that he started making an impact in football. 
football. He only went to see a, a training session of the of one of the youth teams and and basically asked someone if he could have a kickabout. Lars Polman from the Yellow Wall podcast. And you know they were happy to oblige and and he showed what he can do. Was invited to come back and and basically the rest was history there. And then every big club in Germany, I'm sure uh, all over Europe, was basically on his heels from a very very early uh, stage. And Dortmund, I, I suppose, with the uh, great reputation their academy has, got the got the nod in 2016. So when he was uh, 11 years old, shortly before his 12th birthday, he came into the Dortmund setup and always jumping age groups and dominating every competition. I think his his big goal for this year actually wasn't uh, starting his first uh, steps in the Bundesliga or whatever. He actually wanted to get up to 200 goals in the youth setup, so the under-17s and under-19s, but due to uh, coronavirus and play being suspended, he couldn't finish that. Despite his age... Most seem to agree that Makoko is an extraordinary talent. What's really impressive about him is the range of skills because you would think that a player uh, who excelled at such a young age would be quite a raw talent. And of course he is. He's still got a lot to learn and he's still got a lot of developing to do. But he's got a great eye for a pass. He's not always selfish. Uh, he has this incredible composure about him. You look at the range of finishes uh, that he produces. Some of them are long-range volleys. Some of them are really um, composed finishes into the bottom corner. And he is uh, a really good package because he's got that natural instinctive skill, that kind of street footballer element to him. Uh, but there's also a, a kind of range of skills. He also is very much a team player. Uh, so he is very, very impressive, even at the age of 16. If we want to go into comparisons, I would say he's similar somewhat to a Sergio Aguero type. So, you know, a bit of a shorter, more stocky striker, but, you know, very clinical in the box. Uh, very clever with his runs. Um, I think he's a bit better technically than Aguero, um, but obviously has a lot to learn and prove uh, as he embarks on a journey that will will follow for the next 20 years almost. He looked really out of place playing in these in these youth games where you know there was just such a vast gap in quality between him and his his movement, his his technique, his his abilities. Not just physically, he looked better, but just as a footballer that people, I think, find it hard to judge him objectively, if that's ever possible. So I think we need to see a lot more of him in the first team to fully understand what kind of player he is. I mean, those who've seen him train, those who have seen him play, say, you know, he's he's like your, your classic technical number nine, maybe a little bit of throwback to how some of the Brazilian number nines used to play in the 90s. Um, you know, a, a dribbler, a guy that can do, do everything, is not just a target man, but he's also not a attacking midfielder playing further up. He's a true, true centre-forward, just of the technical variety. With that technical ability also comes an extraordinary maturity for someone of such tender years. Well, everybody you speak to uh, about him at Dortmund and, and you know around the club, and, and they are all raving about his professionalism. Weird as that sounds for, for a 16-year-old, but he's been been preparing basically to play pro football for years now there are famous stories of him beating you know the the janitor whoever opens up the the youth gym at the Dortmund facilities to uh, work uh, on his physique uh, ahead of school days for example um, you know he's 
he in 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 summer camp he apparently spent time with goalkeepers uh, Roman Bürki and Marvin Hitz to learn about how to run at goalkeepers because that's uh, an aspect of his game that he wasn't happy with so everybody will tell you he's very eager to learn to get better and and apparently nothing has gotten to his head so far i mean he's he signed a, a massive multi-million euro deal with nike before he was 15 or 16 you know he's the youngest player in bundesliga history but everybody seems to think that he's going to handle everything thrown at him uh, perfectly well just because it uh, it's it's his uh, dream and destiny to become you know a successful football player and he's so far done done everything right in that sense Makoko doesn't seem to have the outward brashness that you might expect from a player whose talent's been hyped so much at a young age. Kevin Hatchard. They see him as somebody who is very genial, big smile, uh, somebody who'll get on really, really well with his teammates. He seems to have um, made a good, positive impression so far. Somebody who, even though it's been apparent for a long, long time, is going to be uh, a superstar if he carries on the way he's going. He doesn't seem to have that superstar swagger. He doesn't seem to have that arrogance that perhaps some young players in his position might have. So I think generally it's been uh, a very, very positive feeling from him so far. He is often described as someone who is very, very shy and and quiet, but at the same time not faced by anything. So shy in the sense that he you know doesn't really um, feel comfortable talking so much in the limelight that you don't hear much from him. But when it comes to the actual football, he looks like a complete natural. I think that's probably the best description that I've been told, um, which gives you kind of a, a certain idea of what kind of player he is. He might not be shouting his own talent from the rooftops just yet, but he does have one very famous fan. He got sent, uh, I think, a personalised picture from Messi on his 15th birthday, and Messi is uh, his idol. Uh, he uh, talks about how it was the uh, 2009 Champions League game uh, between Barcelona and Chelsea that really inspired him uh, to want to play uh, football and to want to play in the Champions League. So Messi has been a long-time hero of his, as he is, of course, for many players, and Messi sent him that gift on his 15th birthday. So that was uh, a lovely moment, but just added uh, to the hype. That level of hype has proved too much for many youngsters touted for the top before. But Makoko seems to be at the perfect club to deal with the level of expectation. First of all, Dortmund is a relatively small city. Yes, it is football obsessed. People are, are, are crazy. But there's enough space and there's enough um, privacy and absence of, of big media companies that, that help players develop. It's not, you know, the biggest story in Germany that Dortmund have a 16-year-old playing for them. Um, even, you know, the likes of Giorena or before them Pulisic or Jadon Sancho, they can develop in, in relative tranquility. Lars Pullman. I think they limit media access to all of them. I, I remember especially the case of Mario Götze uh, back in the day now, obviously a few, few years ago, but when he announced himself, if you like, as the, the up-and-coming talent, there was no way for any media to get to him. So all the, the expectations that arose came from what he actually produced on the field and not anything he said in the media or people said about him. Um, and, and the same can can be argued for a guy like Mukoko, I think. 
his record spoke for itself. And I think generally Dortmund have a have a decent setup in terms of a lot of people who've been there, done that. Uh, the, the chief of the academy is Lars Ricken, whom people might remember as the scorer of a great goal in the 1997 uh, Champions League final. He was once, you know, what Mokoko is now, the, the, the next big thing in Dortmund. You know, they have a dedicated kind of top talent coach, if you like, in Otto Addo, another former Dortmund pro player uh, who's been there, done that. And I think they are generally just uh, quite aware of seeing the player and, and the potential they have, but also seeing the, the young kid behind. And I think you can see that in the decision to pull Mukoko out of international duty because uh, he made uh, his debut for Germany uh, at youth level at a very, very young age. And I think they got to the stage, Dortmund, where, where they thought this is too much too soon. And if he continues to play for Germany at youth level, this hype is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So they made the decision with him and with the DFB to, to pull him out of that. And he has recently gone back in uh, playing for uh, the under 20s. So uh, he had that spell away from that limelight. And I think they were thinking we have to try and diffuse the hype around this player because it won't be beneficial for him. So that's a great example of how they do think ahead and how they do work with the players to try and diffuse this hype. But it's very difficult when you've got a kid who already has a Nike contract and is getting uh, birthday presents from Lionel Messi. So uh, it is a bit of a tricky one. It's also a promising sign for his ability to cope with high expectations that Makoko, even at just 16, has already had to deal with a lot of pressure and attention, a lot of it incredibly unpleasant. This is a guy that has had to deal with a lot of external pressure and has had to deal with some quite nasty stuff. I mean, this is a guy who's had his age questioned in the media. Uh, there's been uh, debates about, is he really, uh, when he was scoring goals at 12, is he really uh, 12 years old? Is he really 14? That kind of thing. Uh, and he also uh, had to deal fairly recently with some awful abuse uh, at the um, under-19 Rafia derby against Schalke. Uh, when he got some really nasty uh, comments from uh, from fans. So, you know, he's got broad shoulders. He's shown already that he's willing to deal with the pressures that come with being a, a superstar at that age. And I, I think he's made a very impressive, uh, positive impact so far. If Makoko does develop and flourish in the way that many expect him to, it will continue Dortmund's extraordinary hit rate in bringing young talent into their first team. They've become adept at beating other clubs to the signings of promising players, as they did with Makoko. So how do they do it? Kevin Hatchard. Jude Bellingham's a great uh, example of this because uh, they knew about him uh, for several years before they made the move to sign him. They knew he was talented. So did Bayern. So did Manchester United. So there were a lot of big clubs that wanted him. But Dortmund launched their charm offensive. They uh, sent him Dortmund shirts. They invited him on a tour of the stadium. Uh, they uh, made him a, a video and sent it to him. All All things designed to show that this is the club for you and this is where you can shine. So they're really, really good at inspiring that feeling amongst these young players that I can go there, I can develop uh, and I can really kickstart my career. And you look how it's happened with Jaden Sancho, Erling Haaland. So I think Dortmund's 
whole model at the moment is based on developing these young talents and they have this established pathway whereby they've proven to these guys you can come and succeed and that helps them bring in the best young talents on the planet. Another factor in the attraction of Dortmund is that they not only demonstrate a clear pathway into a top-level Bundesliga and Champions League team, but they provide a stepping stone to even bigger things – It feels inevitable that Jadon Sancho and Erling Haaland will move to one of Europe's top clubs at some point soon. So is that a factor in Dortmund's ability to attract these sought-after players? Raphael Honigstein. Dortmund have have built themselves up as as a destination for players who who feel that they are right at the verge of being a professional, but perhaps not quite good enough to play for you know the likes of Man United or Manchester City, uh, where they have lots of players in front of them, especially when they're players who've come up through their own youth system. Dortmund have a credible track record of just numbers when it comes to showing the amount of game time that these guys get, which they otherwise wouldn't get. And that's why it's become progressively an easy sale, sell for Michael Zorg, the sporting director. He just sits down with these guys and their agents and their family members and, and just shows them how many teenagers, how many people in, in similar position have actually thrived at Dortmund. And that becomes a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy because they now increasingly get the pick of the best players at this age and help them succeed. And that you know then makes it easier to get the next one in. And that's been the Dortmund story over the last uh, five or six years now. It's it's a large part of their business model. It's what makes them successful at what they do, even you know if they don't have too many trophies to show for it over the last few years. And I think a lot of people have rightfully adapted the mindset that it's better to appreciate what you have as long as you have it, and instead of you know dreading that day that surely is going to come when. Sancho is in England and Haaland is might might be might be at Real Madrid and Mukoko wherever he goes. I mean the the thing that would be most frustrating is if all of these guys were to follow Götze and Lewandowski to Bayern, but you know I think we are talking about talents that are probably even out of Bayern's uh, self-imposed price range. And so the big question, how far can Yusuf Mukoko go? I think Mukoko can go a long, long way. I think you'll really enjoy playing with the attack-minded young players that Dortmund already have. I think it shines through uh, when you hear Erling Haaland talk about you know, playing alongside Sancho, playing alongside Rayner, he's having the time of his life. He's really, really enjoying playing for that team. And I, I don't see why Mukoko would be any different. So he's in the perfect environment, really, to thrive. And you would think, given how easily youth football came to him, you would think that he will be able to make that leap. I think it's difficult to to say at this point just how good a player he can be. Um, there is no doubt that there is raw talent there, that there's all the hallmarks of a of a player that can make it at this level, whether he's sort of a generational talent and another Erling Haaland or just a guy who is a little bit ahead of his, his time, an early developer who will sort of just settle at a, at a very high, but maybe not quite as exceptional level. I think we just need to we just need to wait and find out. Certainly, Dortmund feel that there is a there is a player there to de- to be developed. Now it's down to him to learn the lessons and to find the right application and the right attitude to keep going. And we'll we'll just have to see how far is there. I mean, I think 
he has all the talent in the world. It, from what we can tell, he has the the right mindset to do well. Obviously, there are always you know question marks. How can he handle fame? How how will he handle money? How will he hold up physically? But you know, if he keeps his head straight and and stays healthy, I think we are quite possibly looking at one of the absolute best players in the world. You know, a Ballon d'Or candidate year in year out. The the someone like you know a, a or having the impact at an early age maybe as uh, let's say Kylian Mbappé Join us next time by listening on the Athletic app or by subscribing to the next big thing on your favorite podcast provider and if you're not already a subscriber to the Athletic sign up now by going to theathletic.com/nextbigthing Thanks for listening Raphael Honigstein is the Athletics' German football expert and presenter of Stylecast, the Athletics' Bundesliga podcast. Kevin Hatchard is a football commentator specializing in German football. Lars Polman is a freelance journalist and presenter of the Yellow Wall podcast about Borussia Dortmund. The next big thing was produced for the Athletic by Abby Patterson. The writers were Nick Miller and Ian McIntosh. The executive producer was Ian McIntosh. Ian McIntosh.